guys, welcome back to another episode of Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And I'm John. And guys, we decided to change things up a bit. So we have been historically known to post on Thursdays. However, due to posting regulations on most of the streaming apps that we use, it is better for us to post on Fridays. So hopefully that doesn't ruin too many of your schedules. But from now on, we will be posting on Fridays. Completely ruins my schedule. I know, and I'm sorry about that. But so moving forward, unless there is something special that we need to inform you guys about, we will be posting on Fridays. And we're also going to change up the intro. This was a bit of Mark's idea. So I wanted to add all of our social medias, all of our streaming platforms in the beginning so that, God forbid, you guys get busy in the middle of listening. You don't forget us. So please give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Something Super Podcast at SS Podcast 52 on Twitter. And we are available on every major streaming service that includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor. Always, thank you so much for hosting us. This is usually where I say goodbye. But now let's get started. So we are doing sort of a, a potpourri episode. We're going to hit a bunch of different topics. We're going to talk a bunch of different comics, things we're looking forward to. As we draw near the end of the year, this is a special episode for us. So we are closing in on episode 50 uh, by the numbers. Uh, that is not including our special episodes that we've posted here and there uh, for veterans, for Suicide Awareness Month, and things of that nature. But we are coming up on a milestone. So that is big for us. Uh, we want to say a big thank you to John for coming and joining our team full time. And let's learn a little bit about all of our interests I guess a little bit further, because you guys know Mark and I. So, John, I know you said you're a big DC guy. So give us a little bit of your background. So uh, my background in comics and in uh, superheroes in general, I can go back and really realize that I'm more of a DC guy than a Marvel guy. Um, I grew up watching Batman Beyond. Uh, the Teen Titans was a big thing growing up. Great show, great show. I thought it was amazing. Just um, to be clear, not Teen Titans Go. Yes, God, Teen that is Titans. Teen Sorry for Titans. that. Is, is an atrocity. Oh my goodness! But uh, continue. Did you, get, did you guys see the one where Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go fight? Is uh, it kind of like where Godzilla fights the American version and just obliterates him in like ten seconds? I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, to be 100% honest. If, if you ever want to go and watch that, it's on HBO Max uh, in the DC section. And it is, uh, oh boy. They, yeah. it's, 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 just go see it yourself. You'll, you'll love it. Um, so I, and another show that I thought was amazing growing up that I was so obsessed with was, I don't know if you guys watched it, but Justice League, the animated series. Absolutely. And, and then just Justice League Ultimate. And the one of my favorite uh, characters was actually the Martian. And he came in a little bit later, but once he did, he was one of my favorite DC characters for the longest time. John and, Jones. Uh-huh. That's right. And uh, when he got introduced in Zack Snyder's Justice League just recently, uh, you could have I, I, I fangirled hard. I fangirled hard. Uh, I was so excited to see his uh, his appearance. His, uh, it was such a great intro, in my opinion. Unfortunately, it was at the end, but you know what? We'll see a little bit more of him later down the line. 
some people like most people are usually like the flash batman superman uh, martian fuck superman <laughs> um so yeah those were batman beyond was a was a good one uh where you know you can see that old uh old bruce wayne uh giving up the ranks and you know giving it to that to the younger kid and uh those were just some pretty good episodes. I liked how they also did with most of those between Batman Beyond and Justice League. How they didn't just do like one episode and then move to the next thing. It was always the storyline was really good. It was, you know, you get your first episode and it plays right into that next episode that plays into that final episode to really wrap it up. And then they would go to the next uh, next story story portion. Now, did you watch um, Batman the Animated Series too or no? Did yeah, the, the older, no, 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 no. The, the you talk about the older one with the uh, that Joker. I, th- I thought that Joker was the best Joker. Uh, Mark Hamill, for the Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill, yes, yes, he was a phenomenon. Mark uh, Hamill and Kevin Conroy. Yep, Mark Hamill was definitely one of the best Jokers, uh, at least voice actors for for Batman. Troy Baker doesn't do a bad job. I just watched the long Halloween parts one and two the other night because. That is um, on my list. I'm a, I'm addicted. I read the comic series first, so I wanted to compare it. But Tra- uh, Troy Baker, who did the voice, if you've played Batman Arkham Origins, mm-hmm. he does the voice of the Joker in that game, and he does such a phenomenal job. He's no Mark Hamill. Don't get me wrong. Like when right. I read the comics, I hear Mark Hamill. But exactly when you when you think of the Joker, you think of Mark Hamill's voice. Uh, in my opinion, that's. That's who I hear. Yep. You want to know the funniest thing about that? I mentioned it in one of our other things. He was he didn't even want to be the Joker. He was auditioning to be Two Face, <laughs> and they were like, "You know, what? how about you read this script and said instead?" And he next thing you know, boom, he is what he is. Yeah, you he know might what? Not have been the best actor, but he was a great voice actor. Yes. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. So, so yeah, the, the animated series of Batman. Yeah, I did. I did. They were very enjoyable. What about, I'm trying to think of DC properties that people don't realize are DC properties, like Static Shock. Did you guys watch Static Shock on I the CW? That show. A little bit. Not... Did you know it was a DC product? Yes. Yeah. At In the, the time, end, no. later down, later down the line, I did. Not, not during the time. But Static Shock, that was a pretty good good <laughs> series. Go on, Steve. Yeah. I, uh... I like Static Shock. I had no idea he was a DC property at the time. I mean, like looking back on it, like it was pretty obvious because it was <laughs> on Warner Brothers. Like it was all of the same, you know, you had your Batman, you had your Superman, you had all of those shows, Justice League, etc. So, I mean, yes, it makes sense now. But as a kid, I was like, gosh, it was like another superhero. Like it doesn't, you know, it's not your classic, you know, big three. Right. But speaking of Batman, John, what is your opinion and Mark you as well? of the i don't know if you guys read anything about the new batman where it's supposed to be like a really dark take on the batman timeline with uh oh with uh oh god sparkly vampire man yeah that guy yeah anyway go ahead john go ahead come on uh i saw the i saw the interview or the uh the commercial i'm indifferent but i'm gonna give it a chance i'm gonna give it a chance i'm gonna see how he does i'm not gonna write him off right away I mean, every time you see him, I, you automatic, automatically think of that series. And so I, I will conversely say that I also think of Harry Potter because he played Cedric Diggory. True. That is true. That so is true. I would prefer to think about Harry Potter because I've never actually watched an entire Twilight movie. So 
that being said i don't think you have to uh yeah i got the gist of it (laughs) i got the gist of it Uh, i am excited to take a peek at a younger batman and if what i've read about is true it's supposed to be a very like gritty take on it so i want to see some you know aggression i want to see some some dark dark night stuff i'd like to i don't know i think that's the the next move you know we've seen all the good batmans that have come out of the the past whatever almost 30 years you know since we've been alive and i don't think robert pattinson's going to do a terrible job i do think that it's going to be a different take though so if anyone goes into it expecting you know your, your classics like batman forever Batman Begins, you know, The Dark Knight, you're not going to get that. And I think that's probably a good thing. I was having this conversation with one of my friends, like we are tired of hearing these same old origin stories, getting the same regurgitated shit. Like, that's why I said, like, yeah, Superman's cool. I get it. But fuck Superman. Like, I don't care. Superman's so goddamn OP. I want a different side of Batman. And I would be completely cool with like, a live action Batman beyond series. I know he's a crispy critter, but uh, I think that would be an interesting take too. Yes. Terry fucking McGinnis. So for me, um, I have conflict, not conflicted, but I don't know how I feel about. So I watched the trailer. You guys have both seen the trailer for it, right? Yeah. Trailer. I said commercial. Yeah. I've seen the trailer. Yeah. Commercial, whatever. So from the knowledge that I have of this, because I've already started doing my research. So, number one, Robert Pattinson, like everybody knows him because it's Twilight, but he's actually like a really big like indie actor. Like he has a ton of really good movies on the indies. Um, number one, they need to hand out the Oscar right now to the makeup team for this movie because Colin Farrell does not look like Colin Farrell at all. Really? Um, yeah, he's playing. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now, but if you look up a picture of him right now in the Batman, you're gonna be like, that's not Colin Farrell. Like, no. Nah. But um, it's supposed to be sometime during year one or year two. And Steve, I mean, in the trailer, you see that kind of like grittiness. Like the one dude, like he just walks up, grabs him, punches him in the face. Like he plays six times. That's it, Penguin. And you are absolutely correct. This is haunting, <laughs> haunting dude. Yeah, like I, I have to. I'm not even gonna no. lie. Like, Colin Farrell's like a just a genuinely like he's a good looking dude. This guy is like I'm gonna snatch your kids in a white van. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, and I mean, there's more to this movie. Like I have my own theories. Like a lot of people are expecting the main villain to be like Hush, which I would love. I would love to see a live action Hush finally because. Like you said, I'm sick of regurgitating Harvey Dent. I'm sick of regurgitating Poison Ivy. Um, I will never be sick of Joker, but I'm starting to get to that point where it's like, yeah, there's like a million villains in the rogues. Let's see something else. Like, obviously, just like with Superman, like you need Lex Luthor, but like branch out, show Doomsday, show other people. But for this movie, like I could see it not being received 
greatly because it's not like you said it's not like people want to see it's not the dark knight it's not going to be like we got a darker batman and batman versus superman everybody trash ben affleck when he's my personally he's my favorite batman really batman not bruce wayne okay he's my favorite michael keaton is my favorite bruce wayne yeah, he was a good Bruce Wayne. He was good. Ben, honestly, even George Clooney. George Clooney played a pretty decent yes. Bruce Wayne. Yes, it was campy, but like the suave, the look, the uh, like he did everything right. But like to me, the epitome of who Batman is in live action is Batman, hate, love it or hate it, Batman versus Superman, that warehouse fight scene. That was good. It was a good warehouse like, fight scene. I still, like, I don't know. When you break it down, in that foot, you see seven different kinds of martial arts, along with at least four different gadgets. Like that's Batman. <laughs> True. Like Christian Bale, he I don't know, his suit was just so stiff. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they make the joke of that in the movie where like he's like, I can't you gotta turn your head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like so they I mean they obviously give him the upgraded suit. I think he was the most. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the most technically or technologically advanced Batman. And they gave you a little bit of like, you know, the R&D aspect of Wayne Tech, where like they were developing all of his weapons and high tech armor and suits and vehicles and shit like that. So yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. And that was, you know, I guess more of a fan service that like Lucius Fox in that regard. Like it was, I actually really enjoyed that. That, that Batman wouldn't be able to go up like that Batman wouldn't be able to go up against Superman, like uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. I mean, yeah. the way they took that Batman compared to uh, Batman Beyond. I mean, Batman Beyond was just fighting the the criminals, the Joker, the uh, sure Two Face, uh, Bane. You know, they were just you know they were mortals basically. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck's uh, Batman had all that high tech futuristic stuff like mm-hmm. like like mark was saying i guess you know the more i'm thinking about it mark the the better i can see i can see where you, you can make that argument where he was the better batman like i like like if you're gonna do a comic movie like stick to the comics i don't like when you like yes i like having like a little narrative in there like giving it its own story but the reason why marvel is just outperforming dc is because dc's just trying to hit that home run and they're not doing the legwork to get there they're not putting the guys on first second and third to drive in those runs. Like so many people have been asking for a, a Man of Steel 2. And it's would have been so easy to do, but they they won't do it. Instead, they're gonna probably cast somebody new and do a new movie for Superman in another three years, just like Marvel does with Spider-Man, because now they're talking about Tom Holland might not come back as Spider-Man now. I'll burn it Already? to the ground. Already he was probably the B is He's so young. Second we don't kind of Spider-Man. Second he best. looks so young. <laughs> but he is, I mean, comparatively to Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, he's young. Well, he's, no, that's especially Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah well, Tobey Maguire's mm-hmm. old as fuck right now. But yeah. that's besides, like, yeah. my big thing is he's so he is willing to do all of Disney's Spider-Man dirty work until he can't do it anymore. But right, even on the flip side of that, like, we are just about to open the Spider-Verse. So why not you know, let it happen? We don't need another Spider-Man again. Like people just fell in love with Tom Holland. This is the most rapidly that they've pushed out three Spider-Man movies 
in any timeline and it's part of the mcu like i i don't want them to be like oh we're gonna recast fucking iron man no he like just died chill the fuck out now devil's advocate you said and i quote i forget what you said exactly but you said something <laughs> <along> the... <laughs> and i quote <laughs> do, do, do. yeah no nah, i know um Pretty much you just said, you know, you don't want to recast. You don't want another Spider-Man. How would you feel if they opened the Spider-Verse and to exit Tom Holland, they brought in a Miles Morales? That's perfectly fine because that's different. And there's a recast. Is that or, that or Gwen Stacy? As Wasn't she the... Uh, yeah, she died. Spider-Gwen. Well, yeah, she died. Well, yeah, but not in, in, that the, universe. Not in the spider Yeah, that universe. But she became back as Spider-Girl in the other, other yeah. in the multi Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Yeah, so I would take Fuck all that. We want Spider Pig. I would I, all of it. Give me, give me all of it. <laughs> Spider Pig. <laughs> if Tom Holland's exit was the intro to um, Miles, Miles Morales, and a Spider Gwen, and those could be even spinoff series. That could yeah. be Spider Gwen, Miles Morales could be a buddy cop series. I don't give a fuck. Like Falcon Winter Soldier. Give me that shit all day. Cool. But I mean, how long has Tom Holland been Spider Man? couple of years yeah like what five 30, years 30, yeah 30. but i mean i could see him wanting to move on do more serious but that's projects he doesn't like, want to move on he said i'm willing to do spider-man until disney's done with me and disney was like got it we're done with you thanks <laughs> um and again i get it but at the same time i also think that he has a lot of time left in him now he doesn't have the normal like he doesn't really have sidekicks in any other movies anyway but like he has ned in this movie how do you guys feel about his best friend and their sort of comic duo to ned yes like tom hall or uh spider-man ned i mean i th- think he's currently... never had someone like that before no nah, uh... Not, I mean, not in yeah. any of the, the Sony movies or etc. No, I mean, no, it was always, yeah, it was always him and Harry. Yeah, it was, yep. yeah, him and Harry. And how do you feel time. about them not having the Osbournes in this at all? I actually love it because so, we've already heard that, that story twice and it's a beatdown story. It's always the same concept. You know, you, you have his dad and him. Well, you know, the f- first one with uh, uh, the amazing Spider-Man. You have his dad, and then you have him in the second one, and it's just a beatdown story from the first from the first Spider Man and the second Spider Man and the third. Uh, with, so, uh, Tom. go ahead. No, I was gonna say I slightly disagree with you. Like I agree, like we've seen it before, but to me it was just like it. I want to reference like the movie Man of Steel. So like when he's fighting Zod, they crash into a Wayne Tech uh, satellite. And they crash into a LexCorp truck. However, we never see Bruce Wayne or Lex Luthor. So I feel like for them to be completely absent from the universe, I don't agree with it. But I don't think we necessarily need the characters. Have him swing by Oscorp. Have him mention Oscorp. Correct. Oh, like give an explanation like, oh, like he bumps into a Harry Osborne or he meets Norman Osborne at a tour because he's just a geeky nerd 
And that's what he does. But don't make him an intricate part of the story. You know what I mean? I but he's like, not he's not the same Spider-Man in that universe. Like, like uh uh that's what makes Spider-Man, Maguire, Spider-Man. Like he's a geeky yes, he is. kid yes. in the now I don't remember if my uh if Miles Morales one actually had the Osborns in there as well or Oscorps in there. It, it would have because he's in the same city. Well, they're all in the same city. But so he's not going to be he fights some of the same people, but not all of the same people. And I get where you're saying, Mark, like it is Osborne and Oscorp and the, the Green Goblin are like integral parts. Like when you think of Spider-Man's like arch nemesis, it is the Goblin. Or well, I'm not Goblin. even talking about just that, just like but, to Marvel as a whole, like Norman Osborne and his company is like plays a huge part when it comes correct. to like, he's a tech I think giant. Yeah, like it, when it comes to like Hive and all these other so, facets of the universe, like how I, do you not have? I I agree one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like we don't need to have presence. Yeah, I, I don't. I agree. We don't need to have him as a, a villain. Even right. you know, again, we're we've seen the the trailer. We've gone over the trailer, so we know we're eventually going to get our our Goblin. But I think it's a huge thing to, like you said, at least mention Oscorp. Like, oh, you know, where did you get the idea for this? Oh, you know, Oscorp. It's an Oscorp prototype. An Oscorp, yeah, it, something along. Like, give me just a, a nibble. I just, I just, I just yeah. want to, you know, dip. My I just need water. to know that they're actually there. You can keep them behind the curtain, yep. but kind of like let us know that there's a curtain for them to stand behind. Sure. Speaking of uh, the Goblin, I just watched probably about a month ago the uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Can we acknowledge how terrible that Bob Goblin? Oh, acknowledge how terrible the casting of Harry Osborn was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was even worse. Oh, that whole thing. But I, I will say, the takeaway, kid. the takeaway that saved the ending of that movie was uh, Paul Gamati as the Rhino. Yeah, <laughs> I like how um, literally the last like five seconds of that movie was like the pitch in the trailer for people to, to get people in to come and see it was like him like webbing the sewer drain swinging it around and about the clash of rhino that was like the key marketing point and literally it was like the last five seconds yeah. <laughs> like oh, i'm like man. i'm like that's sony right there assholes yep they have I, but that's the thing we have because of that and because of both of those worlds, we have a lot of potential for this upcoming Spider-Man movie, which is awesome. Right. Um, you know, I know, John, you said you, as a kid, were like big into DC. How do you, you know, what side do you fall on now? Marvel or DC? Or do you, you know, sort of waver somewhere? I mean, I like, I like all of them, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, I think right now it's definitely Marvel, but I'm hooked on the Titan series right now. I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta, I should say, I shouldn't say hooked because I've been busy with, you know, like everybody's life. life. Um, but anytime I get the chance to sit down and actually watch something, uh, I'll even throw the Titan series on or throw maybe, uh, maybe get on Disney Plus and throw another Marvel movie on. So I, I think right now it's definitely Marvel, just because Marvel has the better better storylines right now. All right. Um, but I think DC definitely has potential as long as they stop 
recasting and actually stick with a you know a, a major plot oh yeah see and that's the one thing that i always tell people i'm like if they could just stick with who they cast i mean there's a reason why robert downey jr hugh jackman uh who ian mckellen like all these guys uh played like magneto wolverine you name it like the mcu actors like that's it like when they when they eventually do bring in wolverine into the mcu because mutants are coming Mm -hmm. like I don't know how fans are going to react when it's not Hugh Jackman anymore. Like (laughs) I've heard Tom Hardy's name thrown out there, but obviously now with him being Venom and whatever ends up happening with Sony and Disney there, like I've heard so many different like actors names thrown into a hat, but like what's going to actually happen. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious about a lot of that stuff. You know, we've got, more I mean, marvel's not stopping anytime soon they're on a very accelerated role and i think that they have a lot planned for their future like i'm sure they already have phase five started on the books and i agree like the big big time players like if you were to bring mutants in and we'll just stick to x-men mutants that we have already met the heavy hitters you're not going to get the same reaction that you would you know, again, even just Hugh Jackman, Ian McKellen, like stuff like that, they are who we know and love as those characters. Now, am I saying that they can't find an actor or actress to fill those roles? Absolutely not. But it is going to be a bit of a, a mind fuck in the beginning. And see, the one thing that I have always felt is like in the comics, like both DC and Marvel, like you have an infinite amount of universes. So, like, I, I say, fuck it. Like, anybody who has a, like a superhero idea like throw fucking out there give us thomas wayne's batman versus martha wayne's joker give us a what if series where you know the punisher does work for shield give us give us edward norton back as the incredible hulk like like fuck it Just... i would love to see that i would love to see edward i i liked him as the hulk i thought he was uh, he's so much he better been than mark I... he's so much better than mark ruffalo that's what I'm I mean. sorry. I'm he sorry. Better, he would have been so much better. Like Mark Ruffalo was like good, but like I, I don't know. Edward Norton just brought something to the character. He brought like the intensity, kind of like I don't know. With Mark Ruffalo, like I, whenever you see his like Bruce Banner, I never feel like on the edge of my seat. Like oh my god, like one little thing could bring out the Hulk. Like with Edward Norton, I I was just waiting the entire movie. I was like, this asshole is just gonna be Hulk the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's got a watch that tells him like when his heart rate's going too high. Like he sent examples of his blood, which I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would you even like think that's a good idea? Yeah, but, I like. I thought he. I thought that was the best Hulk movie out there. Oh, by far, by mm-hmm. far. And how hasn't Marvel done a standalone Hulk movie yet? Like, right? I think it was because of the prior flops. They were worried about it. Plus, if they you could saw... easily do, I'm sorry, get, go no, ahead. No, 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 God, man. They could easily do a Hulk for She Hulk. Easily. Well, they're doing a She Hulk series. series. Yeah, right. But they could have done that. They could have already done that. And, but I right. think, I think it was because, again, and we've had this conversation, we had the big three your Cap, Thor, Iron Man. Those mm-hmm. were the, the heavy main focus. Now, 
Flash hasn't gotten his own movie. Cyborg didn't get his own movie. Aquaman finally got his own movie. But if you look at the big three for DC, it's the same. The Trinity. Yeah, the, the, the Holy Trinity. You know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Yep. So, again, now, even looking back, let's say 20 years, Iron Man wasn't one of the heavy hitters for Marvel. He only became popular, I want to say, because of Robert Downey Jr. in the MCU. 100%. He was a C-lister. Yep. He... The story was always good, and I think Robert Downey Jr. fucking destroyed it. We, you know, we are all fully aware at this point, 50 episodes in, that um, I'm a huge Robert Downey Jr. fan. But his presence on screen and the fact that his life damn near mirrored Tony Stark's was, I think, what made him a good Tony Stark. So I think that's a big reason that Hulk never got his own movie. And I think at this point, Mark Ruffalo's sort of seen better days in that regard it's been over 10 years and if you look at the first avengers movie i mean like i was watching like side by sides and clips and stuff like that of the first avengers movie versus like endgame and mark ruffalo has has been put through the ringer man i have a question for both of you and and if you need a second to think i'll tell you my answer what is like if you had to pick one moment in all any live action superhero movie could be anything it could be way back to steel it could be all the way as new as steel jesus christ (laughs) i know that's why i said it (laughs) but no like if you had to just pick like any movie like that had like a superhero or whatever could be marvel could be dc whatever what's your favorite like wow moment live action only Live action only, just because in like cartoons, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. But what was okay. your holy grail, like, holy shit, like your your ultimate fanboy moments? Like, I know a lot of people, it's Endgame. There's a certain scene, like. Nope. I got one, and it's the most, contra- uh, this may be the most controversial scene that we're going to talk about tonight. Because the movie was not great overall. Did not like the, the overall theme of the movie. Steel. Yeah, steel. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Iron Man 3. The house party protocol. That was my favorite scene in all of MCU. I I get it and hate on me, if you will, because Endgame was fucking awesome. The Captain America picking up Thor's hammer. I get it. That's iconic. But for me as a fucking... Iron Man fanboy like I'm literally sitting next to a a Lego Iron Man head uh, and I have so much other Iron Man shit in my little studio like it is that was the coolest thing in the world because it showed you Tony Stark wasn't just the red and gold you know he had multiple iterations of that suit throughout the three movies but holy fucking shit this dude had like 85 fucking suits running around some were for underwater drilling some were for space travel some were just brute strength and and force and some were super nimble and like it it was i think it was awesome for marvel to like deep dive and create all of those suits so that was my fanboy moment what about you john what was your like and it it could be what anything it could be newer older well i mean um so Steve is a Iron Man fan. I'm actually a Captain America fan. I uh, so uh, go Cap. 
on my end of things. So I would say eh, it'd be another Marvel movie. I mean, just right off the top of my head, if I really had to really think about it, I could probably bring up something else. Uh, but right off the top of my head is actually when uh, that build up when they're going in uh, to with Winter Soldier, and they're you know trying to hunt down the guy at the base, and then he's like, "Nope, screw that! I'm gonna I killed everybody." Uh, and by the way, here is a video. Uh, Iron Man, how about you take a look? And finds out that Winter Soldier killed his family and killed his uh, parents. And that buildup of just when he looks at Cap and says, did you know? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And you knew from there that everything just changed for the worst, the best. Uh, that fight scene, I mean, you could see, you could see, I mean, I'm a Captain Cap America fan, but you could see the, you know, that rage that Iron Man had. I mean, he's going up against the Winter Soldier and Captain America, two super soldiers right there that are just right. and he's he's taking them on one like, at the same he's time just on an emotional adrenaline rush <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It, it really did show how strong iron man really was not just uh uh with his tech but he i mean he really just outsmarted them and showed that you know brute strength doesn't always win uh against brute strength so uh i mean don't get me wrong the guy raged hard he lost in the end but did yeah, he i mean really? he, he put he put himself up against two super soldiers i'll give him that yeah and exactly. i can i can say almost without a doubt i can't speak for buck even i'm sure cap was pulling punches yeah like yeah. i mean one bucky straight up tried to rip the arc reactor out of his Correct, chest yeah. so like... i don't think Steve <laughs> rogers was trying to kill iron man bucky on the i can't speak for bucky <laughs> bucky's like ah screw you man i don't really know you right now yeah, no, Bucky was definitely going for the kill on that one. And uh, I just like it. I like how Marvel really didn't. I, I not, not, and I'm just talking about in general. I, I like how they didn't really water down the violence of like these characters are exactly what they say they are in the comics. And that is they are violent. So. But yeah, that would that would be my. Mine for. The most iconic, the most wow, like, oh, it's about to go down. So for me, it was, I remember I was seven years, seven years old. Sit. So nah, it was Steve. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was probably a little bit older. So it was the first time I saw the first X-Men movie. Just that opening sequence with like, I mean the original one, not the newer one with um, yeah, that's terrible. Michael Fassbender and all them. Mm-hmm. Like when you first see Magneto's powers like develop when he's getting separated from his mom in Auschwitz. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Like just good. the the kids, that kid's performance. Like for me, like yeah, we know what the X Men franchise has been since those movies and even those movies alone weren't you know knock your socks off but like that the one thing x-men movies do is they give you just iconic scenes like you know you got the slow down time with um oh, love it that's what i'm saying like love, in uh what was the, it first class yeah the quicksilver was it first class when he when they're in yes, the kitchen i believe so yeah yeah so like with quicksilver so like they have these just 
scenes but for me like if i close my eyes and i just think of any scene that like i can replay in my head like that's the one that i can bring the most detail i mean the pain in the kid's face like for a child actor like to put in that kind of a freaking performance for literally a mo- type of movie that they were like oh we're just gonna do this because it's funny like nobody expected superhero movies to be what they are now and that's why you have things like bad nipples the back credit card that's why you have like all these cheesy cami you know things like i think there was a captain america show where he stole a guy's truck in an episode or something he's like yeah america needs it and like like he walked the dude away having like a normal conversation he walked away from the truck talking to the guy and they just turned and just ran to the truck stole the truck and drove off and left the guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like but like no one expected superhero movies and stuff to come to be what they are today and there's such a cult following behind it it's insane yes i am uh 100 sure we have to do i know we did marvel or the big three but we could even pick three from dc and do an episode on them like three yeah. big heroes uh excluding superman and batman all right i'll give you one i'll give you one this is gonna be this is gonna throw you in a loop hawk girl hawk girl yeah, yeah. Hawk girl. Okay. dc well, I mean, you know, we don't have to do that right now. We don't have to do it now. Just, but... That's fine, but that, that's, just, my nomina- that's my nomination I, right there. That's, that, all right, that's so it. That, right that's there. your character. You have to pitch why Hawkgirl is your favorite DC character. Can we just address oh, wait, the immediate? Favorite? Oh, hold on. Well, it's not going to be a favorite, wait. but like we picked the big three. Like We each were the picked three... the character. It just happened to be the big three. Yeah. yeah. And then we basically did like, we analyzed their story arcs and we thought like we compared them to each other. But can we just address the immediate like dismissal of that idea? You literally said Hulk or us. He's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. well, no, so it wasn't dismissal. It was I wanted to it. verify that he said Hawk Girl because No, you didn't. You said nah. Yeah. <laughs> like <Yeah>. literally. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna replay. I'm gonna play it back. I'll see what if I said nah. <laughs> Maybe not in that tone, but literally but, it was a hot half a second before you pretty much were like I'm pretty sure there's an eye roll there too. Like, like seriously, Hawk Girl, really? She was a very prominent character in, in Justice League animated series. I'm just saying. And she's also a prominent character in what the fuck? Legends. Legends. Yes. Uh, That's another show that just has like obscure. Like, I'm a huge fan of Firestorm. Huge Firestorm fan. Yeah. Nah. Where's your nah, Fuck you. Nah. <laughs> and I think that dc or well i guess cw did a great job in bringing firestorm in i understand that it was supposed to be like ronnie caitlin's boyfriend and he died whatever but then they found like jefferson who fucking killed it just straight killed it um i thought it was it was a solid character again i think that's one of those characters it's like real obscure but has like super cool powers that no one really fucking talks about like, yes, he is essentially the human torch, but he's two fucking people, and one of them is a genius. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I just think that there's a lot of there's a lot of DC characters they haven't done justice to yet. Like they Captain Marvel. I mean, what? No, that one's in here. Oh, wait. Oh, you mean, <laughs> sorry. Captain Marvel from DC. Got it. I was like, Captain right. Marvel from Marvel. Oh, I'm sorry. Shazam. From me. The original Captain Marvel. Shazam, absolutely. All right, first of all, Shazam was the original. Fucking great. awesome. 
Yeah, but no, I'm saying before Shazam, he was Captain Marvel. Yes, and then Marvel Comics became a thing. There was a whole lawsuit about it. Then he, they lost the right to Captain Marvel, so they called him Shazam, and now you have shitty Captain Marvels and fuck Brie Larson. <laughs> this is this is going on like I think episode two right now. <laughs> fuck Brie Larson. So uh. we yeah, I, I completely agree. Shazam is a fucking awesome character and he's OP as shit too. I love he's, well, I mean he's essentially fucking he's Superman, Superman just he's not baby. Well he's Superman just if Superman's weakness wasn't magic. Yeah. yeah. Well I'm pretty it, sure didn't they easy. say that he was technically stronger than him? I'm pretty sure that they they said like he had a huge iconic uh uh if I remember correctly in the animated series where he's like talking to the whole Justice League around the around the table and he's like He's like, yeah, this is how Justice League is gonna be. I don't want to be, be a part about it, a part of it. And frankly, if you want to, if you have a problem with that, I'll take you all along. No, Shazam's like legitimately, like probably more. I think he's one of the most OP characters in DC. The problem is that he's a ten-year-old kid, right? Well, like, so, <laughs> all right. So let me ask you guys a question uh, about Shazam and the character of Shazam. So occasionally, it's Billy Batson. Correct. But then sometimes it's a group of children. In the comics, it's I think seven seven different children because Shazam has the powers of the seven different gods. Correct. I think it's seven. I want to say nine, but I just, I have a easy go. So yeah, it's a but like it's a weird fucking weird dynamic. Like is it one kid or is it a bunch of kids? So there's different iterations. So I think originally it was however many, seven or nine or whatever. But then when the new 52 came six. out, six, I was close. But um, yeah, because it's the wisdom of Solomon, the power is there, the power of Zeus, the it's like all the main people. Uh, but I think with the new 52 drop, they redid some origins and they tweaked some origin stories. And that's when it's now one kid. Yeah, I prefer that. Cause I mean it makes more sense. Cause like, yeah, like I get like there's certain parts like in um Flashpoint, it's like the six kids. Yep. And then Wonder Woman murders Billy Batson, and then they can't become Shazam. And I can only assume that the rest of the kids get slaughtered but yep <laughs> but like in the no. live action live act dude i was just about to say live action flashpoint zachary oh. levy's doing amazing fucking dude we just need like obviously i'd be cool with grant gustin as a live action flash but like i mean ezra miller is not bad either i would I liked ezra miller but now that i actually saw what he did in the movie not yes. what they not the five is- second pieces that they cut up and clipped together and made look way worse than they were. Yeah. I'm excited for the, the Flash movie that's going to be coming oh, Absolutely. Out. And you know me, like, I'm a Flash fan. Like, well, um, should there, Flash, uh, Flash, we went back to, like, how uh, Flash didn't really have a, a movie or anything like that, but he had that long series, that long TV series. Yeah, it's still going. It's pretty bad now, but... Oh, uh, the, the CW series? Yeah, it's so fucking campy. God, like, all right. So, 
the first like three seasons, it was like Barry gets powers, Barry loses powers, Barry gets powers back. Cool, get it. But I mean, it's what can you do with the Flash? The Flash is another character. DC made a bunch of really fucking OP characters, right? And we've had this talk before that like DC is not based in the real world. DC is based in DC world, and Marvel is based in the real world. Now, obviously, like in DC, they do have real cities and they have real states, and like they're in America, obviously, but like most of the cities that these characters are from are not real. Right. Whereas Marvel, like Iron or Man from Batman, New York. Yeah. Iron Man and Batman are the exact same character, essentially. But I don't think Tony Stark can bench press 1500 pounds. Right. So like, that's where like, no matter what the, you can pit character against character against character over and over. Like again, Quicksilver versus the flash. Like, Quicksilver doesn't move fast enough to literally fucking rip your heart out without even trying. Like maybe he could, but you're not going to see that from Marvel. The flash is the most fucking one of the most OP characters. He could literally kill the entire justice league and not even have to think about it. Right. Maybe except Batman. He could literally destroy time, like entire timelines just by visiting them. Like, (laughs) but yeah. And they touched on that. I mean, not to get to keep going to recent things, but they Zack Snyder's they touched on that time travel portion of uh, the Flash that maybe some people right. didn't know about. Yep. I mean, even I mean, Superman technically can. He doesn't see. That's what's weird. So Superman doesn't like. I don't know if I would call it time travel, but he can fluctuate time. Like, if he flies fast enough around the world, like, it starts spinning backwards. Like, I don't know if I would consider that, like, he rewinds time a little bit, but, like, I don't know. Like, like Barry could be, like, poof, I'm with the dinosaurs now. Poof, I'm in the year 3058. Like, I don't know if Superman can, like, jump so, around the, like that or not. I'm no math magician here, but I don't think that spinning the Earth backwards reverses time. Now, I understand <laughs> that's the DC, like, thought process In- for it. But that would literally just kill everyone on Earth because, like, the it speed happens. at which we are rotating, if we Maybe just stop, it. we would all just fucking explode. <laughs> like, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, again, we're not in real time in DC. I know, I know. And that's the that's the funny thing. Like, I know that back in the day, like, was it the... I think that was Christopher, Christopher Reeves. Reeves. Yes, like, they, he, like, spun around the Earth so many times at, like, yeah. reverse time. But right. even still, they did the uh, the Justice League series where flash and superman raced it was like the race around the world yeah how is that even a thing now my my big issue is i feel like again we haven't really seen it from superman that much obviously we saw it in the Zack snyder justice league where like the flash was running around him and the flash was like oh i'm gonna like sneak up on this guy and you see him like turn his head and he's like oh shit but I know I've mentioned this before because we've talked about CW Flash. I have such an issue with the inconsistency in that show as of like season four or five on because he fucking the Savitar the episode. The entire point of the episode was for Barry to run like 60 feet faster than anything he's ever run before. And I get it like it. It's 60 feet. He's trying to save his wife, whatever, like it's a high pressure situation. But then like I drama. Yeah, I believe it was at the end of that episode. He handed out invitations to his wedding and gave every invitation out to everyone in the city 
And let's just take note that like Oliver Queen does not live close by in like a fucking second. So you're telling me this man can go deliver mail to like a hundred people, but can't run 60 feet in less than a second. Like there, there was a fucking fundamental flaw here. Priorities. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, if they keep on bringing the flash up, like how oh, he can, he can run fast as this faster than that faster than, faster than light faster than anything in the, that could ever possibly be fast. The fastest man. There's, there's no argument that he's faster than Superman. There's no argument. The fact that oh. there's even a thing that there's even at this point, maybe back in the day, back when you know, like everybody was wondering, I was like, whoa, whoa, who's faster, Superman or uh, the Flash? No, at this point, the argument has to stop where Flash is, he's, he's faster. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, and I, another thing that I want to point out about the CW Flash is the, series used to open up with like hi my name is barry on i'm the fastest man alive like it no longer does that because fuck you barry allen that's why i i don't know what the reason that they went with i guess it's just like a shorter intro because it's just like a, a quick like campy song and then they cut to but i loved the fact that every season of the flash was literally proving the intro wrong Right. Hi, I'm Barry Allen, fastest man alive, except for You're First not. Flash, except for Zoom, except for Savitar, Savitar. except for all of these other people. Let's <laughs> put an asterisk right there. Yeah, <laughs> fastest man alive currently. Ish. Currently. Because <laughs> like most of his people the are from the future. Ever, just ish. <laughs> Depending on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Uh, I feel like Flash is like the luckiest here, though. Like all Batman's villains, like they all just want to murder him. Flash is there, like here we will teach you to beat us. Like he yeah. on. he was like, "I'm going to teach you to be faster," which is what Barry needed. And then Zoom was like, "Yeah, you're still not fast enough, Barry." So it causes Barry to train harder. And same thing, I guess, with Savitar. I don't. So what I well with Savitar was just like, I know I can do this because I already did it. It's right. Me. I'm Savitar. And which I kind of didn't like that they combine those two characters, but no, it's meh. Um, I'm also, since we're on the topic of the Flash, Godspeed in this fucking series is I want to choke whoever decided. I, I obviously we can't give the real Godspeed because it's just not fair, but they nerfed him so fucking much. Well, they have to. I mean, I know, but he kills like everybody. the fucking one cover of Godspeed is him holding the Flash's fucking limp body in his hand. In this series, it's like, oh, there's Godspeed. We should stop him. Oh, that's not a real Godspeed. That's a a fake Godspeed. And they're talking in binary. Okay, uh, he's he's not here now. We don't know where he is. We don't know when he's coming back. In other news, Barry still loves his sister. <laughs> non-biological. I know they're non-biological sisters, but like, that's, I'm not even going to get into that. Not even going to get into how fucking weird that is, but whatever. Um, that's what happens when he doesn't have Oliver Queen. That's true. Um, among very many other things. But yeah, there is 
there's a lot that we can unpack here tonight. But I think that uh, I mean, honestly, as, as far as like ranting and stuff goes, I could probably go on for the next like six days. But right. uh, I have work, so <laughs> and I have to be an yeah. adult. But that does not mean that we cannot record very soon and bring the people what they want, which is random facts and bits of information about comic books and superheroes. All right. The next topic on uh, Super is uh, going to be how Chris Evans will return as the torch. Please, God. <laughs> right up there with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Green Lantern. Oh, Lantern. my God. I forced myself to watch uh, that movie. And, and Shaquille O'Neal's Steel. Steel. <laughs> so I will say this about the Green Lantern. Top five. The best Sinestra. part, the the best part about the Green Lantern, was Ryan Reynolds. Everything else sucked. Sinestro, man. Well, Sinestro, I, I like the concept of it. I wish they gave him his due. Like, oh no! Like, if there would have been a sequel to that movie, like he would have killed it as Sinestro. Now exactly. the movie probably would have been a flaming pile of dog crap inside of a dumpster fire. But I think that he would have nailed it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so again, uh, we will absolutely get back on here and rant. I have a couple friends who are very interested in coming on and being guests. We've had a lot of things happen in the comic book world that we will break down very soon. We have the finale of What If. We have Titans finale coming up. Everything. Comic Con in Baltimore. Oh yes, and then we will be at Comic Con in Baltimore at the end of October. Come out so, and say hello. Yes, absolutely. Look for us. We'll be wearing our something super shirts and handing out fantastic swag to all of our fans. So, uh, on that note, I think that is a wrap for this episode. See, Guys, senior. thank you so much for listening. Mark, you want to try the outro? I'm not going to. Well, put what it is it now? We yeah. did it in the intro. I know. Well, I double tap that. Why not? Double tap it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to put me on Johnny on the fly like that. I got you, guys. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. As always, uh, John. Again, welcome to the team. We're happy to have you. Really excited to talk with you about all your likes, your dislikes within Marvel, Star Wars, DC, everything else. For all you out there, if you're still with us, we really do appreciate you guys all the time. Uh, catch us out there on the social media, on Facebook, it's some Something Super Podcast. On Twitter, uh, it's at SSPodcast52. And on Instagram, follow up, come out, follow us, give us a like, give us some shares at Something Super Podcast. All right, guys, as always, I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And I'm John. And catch us on Fridays. See you next week.